xa sâu khi đâu đâu <cười> Hello called Dope Sick. And who are you? I'm Zelda, and you are? Scott. How are you? Skirt. And um, I'm going to play the trailer. I'm not even drunk. That's the problem. Hi. Um, I was going to call you Zach. Uh, what's your name again? Scott. Oh, Scott. God damn it. <laughs> We're going to... Um, this is just awful. This Why are you smiling? <laughs> I know. This is a I know. I know. It's just I got my mind is trapped. Um, Where? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's trapped in. I had. I took a long time to set all this up, and it just it scared me, and now I don't know what to do. It's oh, my do brain. A, do you need a whole? You need a glass of wine. I do. You've, we've never started a podcast in history where you not have oh, at least history. a couple of, in the history of us, at least a couple of glasses of wine to, to what? To get you in the zone, you know? Okay. I don't know what to do. Just carry on regardless. Carry on. Keep like calm. the carry on films. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wish oh. you were utterly okay. shocked boy. Yeah. Quick note <laughs> about carry on films. We were... In dairy for a holiday, which we'll talk about in the second half of this podcast. But we were watching. Was it in dairy, or was okay, it in it, Belfast? Yeah. Maybe Belfast. It was, yeah, it was Belfast. It was Belfast, and there was this weird show on where the women were like <laughs> half naked, and there were a bunch of innuendos, and it was an English show. And I asked. Scott, what is this? And he said, oh, those are the carry-on films. I used to watch these when I was a kid. So, like, when Scott was eight years old, he was basically watching pornography. And his parents are fine with that, so. It was just the carry-on films. It was, it's really funny, you know? Yep. People were innocent. Even, I think even my parents were too innocent to catch all the innuendos, generally, you know? I mean, if they watched that now, what would they say? They still wouldn't get Aww. it. Aww. <laughs> Your mom knows what friends with benefits are, so. <laughs> um, we have been gone for a while, and now we're back. A lot has happened. It's 2022, the new year, the dreaded new year, and nobody said, oh, I can't wait till 2022. It's going to be so much better. <laughs> that phrase was notably absent, you know. Based on the difference between last year, the first year all this shit show started in 2020, yeah. everyone was saying, oh, I can't wait for this year to be over, roll on 2021. And I haven't heard anybody saying that, you know. I haven't, no, I haven't heard anybody saying, oh, roll on 2022. Yeah, you'll need to get a little closer to them because you're mumbly. Let me see. Hello. So a couple of months ago, we watched this 
mini-series called Dope Thick, and I'm playing that trailer in the... Well, I'll play the trailer now. I know most people don't think about us up there in the mountains. Many of my patients are minors. It's dangerous work, and they carry the burden of building this nation on their backs. They're a pain. These people, my people, trusted me. I can't believe how many of them are dead now. We began looking at something that could be big. OxyContin. Purdue Pharma, they've been marketing the drug as something that's not addictive when it clearly is. All your doctors are going to be asking, how is this even possible? Your most effective talking point are these magic words. Less than 1%. Less than 1%. Less than 1%. Less than 1%. They told me that less than 1% would become addicted. Foxycontin does what I think it can. It could soon become Purdue's first billion-dollar drug. Purdue continues to lie about the drug's safety to doctors, to patients, and the FDA. We have a major case here. Addiction rates, overdoses, and crime are on the rise across the country because of this drug. I think maybe the medicine might be just a tad more addictive than you said. I can't live like this anymore. Our community is ground zero for a national catastrophe. Purdue will not move unless we punch hard. This is not our fault. These people want to be addicted. I want top executives to feel some pain. It's crucial they understand we've created the greatest painkiller in the history of human civilization. I think I can make this the biggest drug in the world. Basically, this is the story of the opioid crisis and what started that opioid crisis, which was a pharmaceutical company, the name of, what were they called? Purdue. Purdue. Is that what they're yeah, called? Yeah, Purdue, yeah. Yeah, okay. was the company. The oh, family was the Sackler family. The Sackler family. And basically, it was a, it's a pain medication called... Um, Oxycontin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they would get, they would give it for anything practically in the beginning like if you had like stubbed your toe they'd give you yeah exactly it was for non-critical care because up until the whole start of this opioid crisis started you weren't opioids were not allowed by law the fda and all that good stuff it wasn't allowed to be administered to anybody for anything other than like critical pain medical cr critical pain thing so that was why the opioid or the, the opioid companies, the pharmaceutical companies, weren't able to make any profit of it until somebody actually broke their leg or broke their back or some something like that, you know. Then that was deemed serious enough that you can administer an opioid. We're, we're jumping into the end part of it. But the Sackler family were able to do whatever they needed, grease whatever palms they needed to grease to get it passed through the marketing of this medication, saying it was non-addictive. And that's how they got it. Well, they approved. said they, less than 1%. Yeah, less than 1% addictive. Now, yeah. th that's, that's the reason that they weren't able to administer any other opioids, and they never tried to administer them, because everyone knows opioids, by their very nature, are addictive. 
so they were able to say no this is really not addictive and so that meant they, they could get a license to give to anybody that had anything like bad menstrual cycles headaches stress anything essentially give it out to anybody for anything you know and it turned out that it was not less than one percent no, <laughs> and oh by the way i'm just letting everybody know that there are spoilers in this review so hopefully um or there might be spoilers in this review so hopefully you watch the series and we highly 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 recommend this series especially um, not only because the actors are really good all the performances are really really spectacular but also because it's very similar to what is going on um, right now with the whole vaccine and the pharmaceutical situation with with that I mean it's like yeah. it's painfully similar yeah. and we can't even believe that this show was aired on the Disney you can watch it on Disney or Hulu or you know probably download it on the tour if you don't have <clears throat> subscription to those but yeah very highly recommend because it's very frightening how the situation is still pretty much the same with these pharmaceutical companies it's all about money and not only that um, there are so many hands in the pot in like in the government and in yeah, yeah. Uh, organizations that are that are meant to protect people are actually all in on it. One of the one of the things like I know we're jumping a bit forward into the show, but one of the things that became apparent in that show was that usually the way the the system is set up in the USA is they have the FDA, and they're meant to obviously approve and give the green light for certain medications. Now that's where the pharmaceutical companies are going to get most pushback from the fda so what happened and was outlined a lot of times in that show was that you have the presidents and the big big people within the fda and they're there and next of all something gets approved they step down from the fda and they get a job on the board of a big pharma company but not necessarily just purdue they were one of them so when they they're in the role that they're meant to be a gatekeeper for safety for the american people and the, whatever happens whatever conversation happens they actually leave the fda and next of all they're on the board of directors in a pharma company and that's like massive amount of money you know we all know like how how them kind of careers you put on the board you don't have to do any work and you just get these big fat paychecks but it's, it's amazing that they were able to get that show dropped at, at this time over, it only landed on Disney in December or some, at some stage, you know. So the amount of people that they were prepared to let's see this show. Yeah. So Michael Keaton was kind of one of the main characters. Well, there really isn't a, a lot of main main characters. It's, it's it's a lot of different stories that come together kind of at the end. Um, mm. Michael Keaton plays a doctor like from. For rural Virginia, West, West Virginia, somewhere. West Virginia, where it's like they're coal miners in the nineties, I believe it was. And you know, in that situation, it started because a lot of the coal miners, you know, that's backbreaking work. There were a lot of injuries, and here comes this new medicine, and these pharmaceutical reps come in. This one pharmaceutical rep comes in, and he convinces. 
um, Michael Keaton's character that this drug is like, it's pretty much like life-saving because um, it gets rid of pain and it's less than 1% addictive. And at first he's skeptical about it, but then like the, these pharmaceutical reps were like geniuses, you know, they really knew how to sell it to the to the doctors and not only by talking to them about it, but by like giving them a lot of incentives, like trips, mm -hmm. fancy trips, um, a lot of like swag and things like that. And then I believe at least back in the day, they would get some kickback from whatever they prescribed. They would get checks. Well, I believe that's uh, true. Cause... I think we missed the trick here in, in talking about this show is the way it's we went straight into some of the spoilers in this time. Your, it's like, I think the reason I thought this show was so good, it had so much really good information, so many points about the family and the industry and the FDA. It was actually, a, it was a story. It's a true story, but it was told from the point of view of individuals, all different types of individuals. It was told from the point of view of the farmer representatives, their journey through life from start to finish, and the doctor, and some people who got um, addicted, specifically one family that got addicted and had troubles with it and how that panned out. You know, so it's actually, obviously there's a lot of facts in it and a lot of like true, it, it's showing you the horrors of this time but it's actually getting you, it's an eight, it was only eight episodes in, in, in the miniseries. And you actually become attached to the different, uh, very human level with the different characters and even it's so deep at that level so people who are not even interested in watching exposes about big farmer or the evils of anything like that would actually find themselves watching the thing from start to finish and just on the characters and you'd have to hope that when they finished that people joined the dots between what's going on now and what was going on then yeah, no, I just, I mean, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of those characters. That's why I wasn't, like, trying to jump ahead or anything. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted to put it into context because of the individuals that were involved. So, you know, that you have the perspective of, like, the doctors. Especially this, um, this thing took hold mostly, well, it started in the rural towns, you know. Um, and then it worked its way all over America and it's still actually to this day, there are still people struggling if they're not dead, they're struggling with, you know, with this as well, yeah, because like, it's yeah. very hard to, I mean, according to this show and to some of the comments I've, I've read on, on the show, like it's really hard to, to come clean off that. Like it's one of the hardest things that you can do. Um, but yeah, there's the perspective of the doctor and then there's a perspective of people who actually went to the doctor who were in pain in their lives and how their lives were <clears throat> completely ruined. And then there's a the perspective of the pharma, pharma company and their goals, you know, what their objective was. There's the perspective of the people trying to take them down because um, there were some good people um, like the attorney general of West Virginia and the people who helped him. And I think the DEA, some of the DEA that yeah. took them down. Um, and they really, I mean, I don't want to completely spoil it, but they don't, you know, like these people are okay. These pharmaceutical 
the companies might be gone, but the people who ran them, they're fine. They're just fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody really gets in trouble for that, and there's just carnage everywhere. It's really sad. But I kind of wanted to talk about the parallels of that show with what's going on. Now, I think the first thing that we mentioned is the less than 1% addictive. Yeah, now, yeah. what is it that they say, some of the things that they say that kind of make you, that that's similar to that? What are you saying now? Yeah, with the and, vaccine. So, so that talking point, that less than 1%. Yeah, what about. is their less Extre- than 1%? Extremely rare. That, that's what they do. They yeah, switched out with less than 1% for extremely rare, you know? Extremely rare. Um, yeah, because you're right. Because I was looking at the CDC website recently, and it said that the, um, what do you call it? The um, Adverse reactions? Yeah, the adverse, re- adverse reactions are extremely rare. <laughs> Which is, it's funny. It's not funny. But I actually, um, my mom had gone to Mexico last month. And she was told her cousin's husband died three days after his second um, Pfizer shot. So, I mean, if it's extremely rare, you wouldn't know anybody, you know, like, and everybody that we know that's taken this has had some kind of adverse reaction. Yeah, yeah. And and that, um... Because an adverse reaction could be just you get sick. That's an adverse reaction. But an adverse reaction, we're only at the very start of this thing. An adverse reaction is a reaction, right? So it's in, like it's essentially an, an initial reaction. But like, there's no nobody knows what the three, four year, five year, ten year. So an adverse reaction is just the low hanging fruit, the things that are immediately spotable, you know. But, no, but nobody knows but that that's that's a different issue but like an adverse reaction and there, I, know, I do know that there was other um vaccines one the most recent one over in, in this neck of the woods was the swine flu vaccine and that was pulled that was stopped after 100 deaths you know yeah and we had the same the same guy chief the chief medical officer of ireland tony hulahan he is the same. He's still the chief medical officer. He was the chief medical officer through numerous different scandals, you know. Similar to that Fauci guy in, in America. He's been Fauci, Fauci, yeah. Or the Fauci, <laughs> He's had, he's, these guys, it's like they fail up. I heard that expression. Oh, well. that's a they, good thing. They, they fail, fail up. You know, they How can I get that kind of job, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm yeah. working too hard, not <laughs> making enough money. How do I fail up? You just have to be a, cunt is pretty much what you have to be right <laughs> yeah but yeah but this, but this this time this is this is there's so much evidence that this is not good it's not safe it's not what it was you know it's not what it was portrayed to be and it certainly shouldn't be yeah. mandated anywhere because we personally know so many people who have had adverse reactions now some of them have been mild but some of them have been pretty extreme short to go into ho- to hospital, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I like mean, I, I think like somebody that you know that had the reaction to all the vaccines. Thank goodness this person didn't go to the hospital, but who knows? And the next one or the next one or the next one. Like, you, we don't have all enough information. 
and if if they do they're not gonna they're not gonna really publish that they might publish that and see this is another thing they do so like for instance what they published about the PCR test that they're gonna that it doesn't work and they're gonna discontinue yeah. it but then people started posting that on social media and so they kind of had to backtrack that and say oh no it's this certain PCR test and they just like they were saying that we were taking it out of context yeah when they, in the beginning we knew that that test was just it was garbage yeah well I, I think I think that was one of the first things that we realized I think we all knew that by like June 2020 like you know yeah. Like Kerry Mullis, his videos leaked very soon, you know, the sort of way. But sorry, I lost my train of thought. Here. Carry on. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> um, we'll see. So that's one parallel. And then just another thing that is just, I'm not going to reveal somebody that I really admired in the political sphere that just, it broke my heart when I saw this. Because this is somebody that I actually interviewed in the past. Um, very high up person in the political world ended up you know kind of being a part of it too trying to cover things up and trying to like you know like saying oh this no 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 these opioids are great this oxycontin saved oh, my yeah, life know. you know yeah this person said oh i had c cancer and it was very painful and thanks god oxycontin which i actually don't think that person took that absolutely because not, this person no. would be like a heroin addict or something. It, 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 no it's, way. It's a very difficult thing. No, used as, used as prescribed. In very low, low, yeah, extremely it, it, low do doses. I'm sure it but... isn't actually really good, but that's when when it gets. But it's not profit in using this stuff as prescribed because they they like. It's like my God, people. It, it the similarities are like don't found them. So they let's say they. And started to give the oxycontin at 10 10 milligrams that's the dose that's the people should take and next of all it it ended up that's a spoiler sorry it ended up being 250 milligrams like they like went from this yeah. is safe and the when they had you get this right they had breakthrough pain <gasps> that was the other similarity <laughs> the like, word breakthrough so breakthrough you, yeah, so what if people are still getting... In other words, people are getting strung out on it. And it's an opioid. And the thing about opioids is you, you just need more and more of them because you get used to them. Your body becomes yeah. acclimatized. So they're coming back after every six hours. Initially, it was meant to last every 12 hours. So take that, take this tablet and it'll do you for 12 hours. And then people were popping three and four of them. And so yeah, this is all, it's breakthrough. And they actually, you could see how the big farmer sat down and says oh there's, there's a lot of talk here there's a lot of chatter people are saying this that and the other so they go into the boardroom these guys in the suit they went into the boardroom and they had a whiteboard and says how are we going to deal with this some genius said something like we're going to call it breakthrough pain and they started clapping yeah he's getting a bonus next month yeah. breakthrough pain and you can double the thing you double the doses you double the profit and blah 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 and in Israel now they're on the fourth shot. And do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's but, the but the similar the similar thing is like they call these um for the vaccine for the Omicron, not not Omicron for the Corona. They call them breakthrough breakthrough cases. Yeah, breakthrough, breakthrough cases. And it's like when we heard that, we're like, ah, they're saying the same things. 
Because it's so it, it's so similar. And then what you're talking about, the boardroom, there's another aspect of it where the, um, not the DEA, the guys that were working for the Attorney General, they noticed, they did so much research. And this is based on a true, true, true story. It's very detailed. It's very well done, you know? So, I mean, they did their homework on this stuff. They found that that Pardue was was manipulating the data based on like the graphs. It's it was a very yeah, like yeah. minor little thing that like if you look at it, you have to be very skilled in looking at graphs to notice it. Yeah. And it's just like little things like that. So it made it made the drug look like it was working and it was doing and everything was okay. But yeah. in reality the reality was like horrifying and it was just little tweaks in the graph. <laughs> yeah, and it's, that's when you said that there, it's like, there, there, you know, like these famous people, these influencers, or whatever you call them, bastards. <laughs> Bill, Kate, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. He, he, he went doing loads of interviews, and there was one, and I actually seen it, and he, what was your like, top five books and the books you recommend? And one of them is Lion with Statistics. Well, that yeah. was like in the background. He had the book in the background. Yeah, but I, 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 think, I think he might have spoken about it, maybe, but it's definitely. Lying with statistics. It's mm -hmm. so powerful. How, yeah, how to lie with how, statistics yeah. or something like that. And it's 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 what they're doing now. It's what it's like. It's oh my God. It's, yeah. it's it's what they're doing. And you get these so people 100%. saying, "Oh, the science and the data and the data." You just don't know how to read data. And like you, that's your thing is data. Like you're yeah. The people who trained are trained on that like, like you stuff. like you say the people who are screaming the loudest now. Oh yes yes. They're worried because they oh, they should be. They're, they're worried, you know, and they, it's very easy to shut them down now. Here, here's a different thing you said. Your a relation of yours, they died three days after the vaccine. Mm -hmm. If they, whatever they, they say, heart attack, old age, stroke, whatever. If you, but if you die within 28 days of the, if you shoot yourself in the head 20 days after um, having COVID, right? You have COVID, you're asymptomatic. Oh you God! Recover. Is and it a COVID death? Yeah, absolutely. For and, <laughs> and it's on their things for when they list the deaths. They, it's uh, deaths for any reason within twenty eight days of a positive PCR test. The person. See, I don't not, think that person was. I think that this person just took the vaccine. And here's the thing, too: this person, he was, from what I hear, he was very healthy. He was very healthy. He wasn't that old, maybe like in his 60s, and had no underlying health issues. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't have, he shouldn't have just spontaneously died like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's very worrying. Yeah. And there was another part to, um, the less than 1%. Now, they found the publication where Pardue got that, and it was just like, it was, see. It was taken out of context. Yeah, it was taken out of context, yeah. and they said it was from a medical journal, but it wasn't but, a peer-reviewed yeah, thing. It, it was just somebody made a comment about it something. It was an abstract. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah see, that's when you can, anyone can, I can write an abstract and send it into the British Medical Journal, and you can get it published, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not actually it's not published the abstract is published yeah that that's what that's what they used you know 
Yeah. So it was just this little kind of random thing. And even the guy testified saying, you know, like... He says, what, they used that? Yeah. <laughs> because it was for a specific case. It wasn't for, like... Yeah, yeah. And they latch on to anything. Yeah. But, so, you know, we just have to reflect on everything that we've been told these past two years about the about the virus and the vac and the vaccine that's not a vaccine. Yeah, absolutely. And just think like based on what we know, like these these people are they're lying to us. And the people in the government have um they have a what do you call it? They have a stake in these pharmaceutical companies as well. Yeah, they have that and and or they're compromised and or they're greedy. So it's, or all of the above. Yeah, all, all of the above. <laughs> and it, it only takes a, a little part, you know. But what does, that's, that's a different thing. That's the thing that slipped me mind a while ago. Is when we were talking about how multifaceted, how deep this uh, that show is. Like, never mind the, um, the stuff that's going on now. But the dope sick show. Everyone, all the characters were so rich and so deep. There were so many levels apart from the pharma company they were just black and white money shares profit all the other people you could see all the other people struggling with their apart from there was one woman she was a weapon but there was a the main who the farmer girl were, oh, yeah yeah he had two a the cousin his cousin no no the sales reps oh yeah the, yeah. yeah the sales the sa <clears throat> there's two sales reps in that and one is obviously a good guy and one's a bad like, mm -hmm. evil person but the pharma company itself, it's only one thing, and it's profit and loss, profit and loss. And that, the, and the show actually showed the potential struggle between the individual sales reps because they're people and they're making money, but they might be saying, well, "What's what's going on here?" Do you know what I mean? So it showed that. But the 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 only thing that matters to the pharmaceutical company is the bottom line. They don't care if they give fifty. Yeah. And you know, and I think years before I would have said, oh, the, I would have agreed with you and said like, well, no, I do agree with you. The, but I would have um, added on to that and said, that's not very realistic. Like they're two one, they're two one dimensional characters. But I told you recently about somebody I worked with who is one of them, you know, elite yeah. friends with Warren Buffett, you know. And I worked for this person. I was their assistant. And I, I totally believe that that's how, how they are. Because, like, the person I worked for, she didn't care a fuck about anybody. She didn't care a fuck about anybody. Her, she, all she cared about was profit, the bottom line, making sure that you, this is for property management company, making sure that, like, you know, you screwed people over so that you can get ahead. Like if you hire a contractor, you say, oh, well, you didn't do a good job, so I'm not going to pay you kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just like showed me his penis. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you laughed. Fuck you. No. Oh, my God. You have to cut this out. <laughs> no, no, no. He did something much more offensive than that. <laughs> But anyway, she didn't care about... She was just like those people. And she wanted me to lie. I mean, I didn't work there. I worked there for like a year. But she would say, 
that that's just how business is done that you have to you have to lie and I'm like my parents didn't raise me to lie (laughs) and I just want you guys to know that I didn't lie I found ways to not you know do the things that she told me (laughs) to do screw over contractors I mean my god like these poor people in the business you know small business owners and things and that's and and so I can see it I can see how they wouldn't give a fuck about now in their mind like the one the main bad guy he thought he was doing something good kind of because he was a psychopath yeah he was (laughs) (laughs) he was a psychopath I don't even know if that's a good actor too. He's a psychopath or a narcissist or just a punk. Maybe just like, because, yeah, but there was. He he played that role very well. I don't know who that actor is, but I thought he was really good as well. Yeah. They all were. Even though when you're you're looking through the thing, I hate this bastard. But when it's all recent, geez, he was a great actor. (laughs) He was. He was. But every, God every knows one. who he who he studied to get into that kind of character. I wonder who he like. Because you don't really know that much about you don't see that much about those people. No, no, they they do have footage of the actual family. A person I know like watched that and they seen it. They seen it after. <laughs> and they I'm gonna have to do editing. <laughs> sorry, and and they says, um, oh yeah, no, it's it's his a ringer. Like, it doesn't look directly like the person, but it's. No, it's not about looking. Oh, okay. yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's not it's, about it's, looking it's, like it's, them. It's about like portraying them. Because you see, there's dozens Ugh. of, but there's dozens of hours of footage that they had to study from. So it's probably one of the easier mm. acting jobs for even. You know I didn't I mean? know that because yeah, I think yeah. that those people were very. Oh no, there's like that's on YouTube. Dozens of hours of them giving testimony on YouTube. You know, if you're if you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. What what else is on there? It's just so much. Just, I mean, every every episode is like some revelation and some realization into that world, into the pharmaceutical company that just it disgusts you. And here's the thing too: like, people call us anti-vax, anti-vax, and I wasn't anti-vax before. Like, you know, we took all our childhood vaccines and. Never take, uh, I only took the flu vaccine once, like 20 years ago, you know, 15 years ago, something like that. But I would never take that one again because of the mercury and the aluminum and all the other stuff in it. But now the, the, we've done so much research these past two years that I, I am declaring myself well, anti-vax. Yeah, I'm yeah, declaring myself yeah. anti, any pharma you know, pretty much 99.9% of anything that comes out of, you know, big pharma, because it's, it's not meant to heal you. It's just meant to take away the symptoms or to take away the pain or to take away, but it doesn't cure you. It, there, well, you see, it's it's it, not, me- it's not real medicine. If it, if it cured you, they wouldn't give it out. Exactly. They want, they want you hooked. Exactly. Even with the, it, even with the, it's a drug company. So, drugs, drugs, and drugs. And they're so, one of the other big things that they got into was, oh, the fucking, the, the pill, the contraceptive pill. Oh, you can give this pill to women for like, what, 30 years of someone's life? If, if they want, yeah. if they're, for 30 years, they have to take it. Every day, for oh, they get 
what way do these people's minds work? I'm sure there is a contraceptive pill that you they could have designed that you can take once a year. But oh no, a woman. Well, there are things that e- you can do, even, like even patches one, and even things you stick up your cooch. Yeah. What's that thing called? The coil. The cooch coil. I, yeah, something like the that. Quiet, yeah. Something, but they're not good for you anyway, no, because I'm sure they're meant to stop a natural process in your body. You know? Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I'm very. There's, there's a tablet I take every day, and I've, I've taken it for years yeah. for, for a heartburn, and I wouldn't have minded. I would just, just I just take it every day for rest of my life. That's fine. It's, it's stopping. Like, I get, would get really bad heartburn if I didn't. But yeah. over the last two years, I've been saying, I have to find a way to come off this. I don't want I don't want to take anything. I don't want these people with their grips into me. These fucking scumbags. But here, there's one other thing I do, do want to talk about before before we finish this. Because it's touched on at the end of the series, right? It's when they eventually start to clamp down on the administering of oxy mm, mm-hmm. the pills and it's more difficult and expensive depending on what medical insurance or that people have over there they people just turn straight to heroin because yeah. heroin is very very cheap compared to because oxycontin is would be consi- considered a high class drug it's, it t- would take money because that's why they got all the housewives and this kind of Europe so when they all went straight to her- heroin and that's where the real problem started because now this might be a coincidence or maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist at the same time that they start stopped giving the oxycontin out to everybody and push people into heroin mm-hmm. fentanyl all of a start all of a sudden started to show up on the streets of America right now fentanyl from is where from China it's a synthetic <laughs> Synthetic. I think we've talked about that before yeah. too. It's a synthetic opioid. You know what I mean? Essentially, it's the same strength that it, would be horse tranquilizers. Like it's so dangerous that you know because you don't know where the fuck you're getting these things. If somebody sells you a pill pill on the street, it can be so dangerous even to the touch. I've heard that even yeah, yeah. touching it, oh, yeah, some of it is like it's yeah. so potent that it could kill you if 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 it if you touch it. They, they put the tiniest, the tiniest amount into, so they cut. That's why the the tablets are powder. You just cut it up and put the tiniest amount, and it's so. This is so powerful. I I, I was listening to something yesterday on a podcast, and there's seven hundred thousand apparently seven hundred thousand people have died in the last year. Of what? Drug overdoses. Oh. And not necessarily all. Fentanyl. So not COVID. No, 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 not, not COVID. Either. But like, it, it's massive amounts. Of, when you when you think when you yeah. think what what you know, this is normal. And is that in America or all in, over the world? America. Yeah, in, in America, because that's where the biggest problem is, isn't it? Yeah, America. three thousand people died on September eleventh. Now I'm not going into what here and what was behind September, but three thousand people died. Mm-hmm. on that day September the 11th and they went to war with around 15 countries yeah in the last two years the entire world has been flattened by this thing that's released from a lab in Wuhan and the American people right are being like 700,000 of their youth 
majority the their youth and their middle classes dead from like fentanyl this yeah. elephant tranquilizer uh-huh. being then just cut up with their drugs I wouldn't and, even give that to an elephant to to be honest with you and then and then also America what, what are they doing they're, they're vaccinating their army and their marines and, and their, their children and the whole thing like God. Yeah. It's like they're literally they are, they are so smart. I, I, China is behind the whole thing. End of. That's it. I'll just say I've st- put me state. Well, in the we know who's behind the whole thing. <laughs> China is just one. China's but we're not going to go into that now. We just wanted to encourage people to watch Dope Sick because and encourage the people if you're like. You know, if you haven't taken the vaccine or if you have taken the vaccine and, and are not going to take any more and you really want, you know, to influence somebody and make them kind of think, I mean, this may work, it may not. Some people are just, they're gone and they're never going to see it. But let them watch Dope Sick because I think it's it's really eye-opening. It's really yeah. eye-opening. And it's based on a true story. And... um I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing it's pretty much 100% true because it's so detailed. They can't just like put things in there and like, you know. No, it, it, it is true. It's, it's stuff everybody has on, like, you know. Yeah, and that's what they're doing to us right now. Sorry. <laughs> You've been warned. Time to wake up, motherfuckers. Time to wake up. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh,